Welcome to the Core Queen Podcast. Welcome, welcome. I'm your girl, Didi Leggett, the Core Queen, where we'll be talking shit and getting fit physically, mentally, spiritually, and emotionally. Okay. I want to welcome one of the most amazing men I know out here in Charlotte, North Carolina. I call him the real Renaissance man. Oh wow! Y'all welcome <laughs> my boy, No Limit Larry. I'm looking on my. Seven day water fast. So if I pass out during this oh. interview, then y'all know why. Doing the seven day water fast is day three. Man, it's been all right though. Please don't pass out on my walk. No, I ain't gonna pass like, out. I'm good. I'm good. I'm like, good. It's gonna be like you gave me some fentanyl and kill me on here. <laughs> I did not get him that water. He brought it himself. So nah, he happened. gave me this, y'all. So if I drank this and I fall out, it's not fault. You tripping? Listen, I don't know y'all, but for y'all who do not know who No Limit Larry is. Y'all must been under a rock because he is the man. He is No Limit Larry of No Limit Larry in the Morning Madhouse on Power 98, Charlotte, North Carolina, number one radio show. Look, if y'all don't know who he is, I don't know what to tell you. Man, Google me, but all the Period. bad stuff, take that out. But Google me. <laughs> You know, what so I mean? you got to shift through the bad stuff. Uh -uh. You know, what I mean, it's all okay. It's okay. Oh, they my. say you, you ain't, um, you ain't nobody if you ain't got nothing bad on you. Yeah, you're right about that. You, you do something clean. Something ain't yeah, right. Something ain't right. Mm. Something ain't right. You hide something. <laughs> ain't got nothing to hide. So see all my dirt. Uh -oh, I'm about to Google you. And we get <laughs> hey, I own. I, I own it all. I mean, it's crazy because I don't know if you ever Googled yourself, but I, me and one of my partners Googled me the other day, and it was funny. Like they got a whole Wikipedia page about me, how much I'm worth, and all kind of stuff. Really? Like, I'm the owner of this. I'm like, I ain't never owned any of that stuff, but I take it. Pretty good. I was like, damn, somebody did a good job. Oh, that is somebody. So funny. Somebody gonna go in there and be fooled. Wow. You see? know, you know how y'all ladies do. Y'all Google dudes, like y'all be the dude in the club. Let me Google. Let me go, yep. They go in there and Google me. The what that boy? It was worth that many bands. Oh like, my God. Somebody did a good job. I Whoever did it, appreciate you. Oh my god! It told some, a lot of lies on there, but Dang, I appreciate it. That's what it's about. Hey, Dang, whatever it is, it, but you already made it, so they ain't yeah, need it's all know. good. Look, so I'm interested because you know I'm not from Charlotte. Okay, so I'm trying to you know get to know everybody here, and I'm interested in how you even got into radio. Um, actually, I got into radio in college. I didn't even realize radio was a real job. Um, growing up, I was always the one talking on the playgrounds, playing basketball, playing football, and I actually wanted to be an actor. I, mm. I pursued that career for a long time. Um, as started out, um, junior high school. It's now middle school, but for me, it was junior high school. Mm -hmm. I started out acting in plays so like you know a lot of people know tyler perry from his stage plays i was out there on the road not with tyler but <laughs> we would be across the street at one venue tyler and his play would be in, at the venue across the street or we'll be coming and they'll be going and vice versa mm. so i was i didn't even know like then how big stage plays was i would just you know sometimes when you in something you mm -hmm. in something you don't realize yeah. it until later on you're like damn i was out there with tyler perry <laughs> I mean, I didn't realize it then, but 
So I wanted to be an actor, um, ended up going to college. And when I got to college, you know, they ain't really, they have theater. Mm -hmm. So that wouldn't have been, a, it could have been a major, but I was like, well, I'm going to study business and then do theater as a minor. Okay. But when I got into it, I didn't like it. Mm -hmm. So I was going to just drop out of school. I was like, I'm just drop out of college and I just figured it out. And I'd probably go back on the road with the States because I was still on tour with the States. Like, mm -hmm. And my college professor came to me. My college advisor was like, well, let's get your high school transcript. Let's see what you was good at in high school. Okay. See how that translate to college. So that's what we did. We sat down. We saw that I had a, 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 a journalistic background, played a lot of sports. She was like, well, what about mass comm telecommunications? She was like, you know, like sports broadcast. I was like, oh, yeah, I love it. Right. Yeah, I love it on TV. She yeah. was like, well, it's it's TV and radio. I was like, oh, okay, radio. Uh -huh. Didn't realize it was a real job. So I got into it in college, and I had my first radio show in college. Wow. Yeah, yeah. John C. Smith University. Okay. Look at HBCU. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Got to okay. keep HBCU <laughs> for sure. Okay. That's interesting because... I don't think I know anybody that like went to college and like had that has that degree. Like personally. Oh, either telecommunications, mass comm. Well, almost everybody I know in radio, either they don't have a degree mm. or they do have a degree in mass comm. Mm. Like most of the most of the most successful mm -hmm. or a lot of the successful ones do have a degree in mass comm. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So what advice would you give a kid that's interested in following that path? Um, now it's like for me, when we when we was coming into the game, it was it was it was harder because like back then people didn't have radio. It was nothing like this. It was no podcast. Mm -hmm. So you didn't have a way to practice your craft unless you did it on your own. Now the kids now they have a chance to practice their craft because they can create a podcast. They can go, they can come sit on on podcast. They still got the radio station available. So I would say, um, number one, find yourself because you know, a lot of people get on TV or they get on radio and they're not, themselves they mm. phony they somebody that when you meet them they're not that person and i pride myself on being the same person mm -hmm. all the time when you see me i'm yep. the same way all the time people be like is that the same? that's yep. that's him <laughs> but that's that's because who i really am mm -hmm. and i think you know now people appreciate um people being authentic yeah so be authentic find your find your nature who you are and then just go practice whether you create your own podcast whether you try to get an internship at a radio station, you got to practice. Okay. Definitely That's got to practice. Advice. So when you were in college, did they have, because I know most colleges have their own radio station. Mm -hmm. Did they have a radio station? Yeah, we had a, a radio station, WJCS. Uh, we was a pirate illegal radio station because we didn't have a license. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. But so <laughs> the way we got away with it was because at first, when we first went on the air, we was podcasting beyond the campus. Like we, we covered, we covered like most of Bates Fort Road mm -hmm. and and all of and all of John C. Smith. Um, so since we were so small, we didn't really we didn't we weren't really on the radar as far as FCC license. Oh. Um, so we was called a power radio station. So yeah, we had we had a radio station. I had I crazy, crazy enough, I did mornings. I did nine to eleven. I did nine to eleven, and I wow. used to just talk about crazy stuff, and it would come on in the calf and people would hear it. Oh. and they'd be like, Man, you crazy. I'd be like, Man, I I just talk about what y'all talk about. That's so I kind of that was that was my way of practicing. But mm -hmm. once I got to um Power 98 as an intern, it was the work, it was different, it was a different work. Okay. Yeah. I was gonna ask that. Did you do an internship at Power oh, 98? Yeah. That's man, man, I did an internship. Um, my mentor at the time, RIP, rest his soul, Nate Quick. He came to John C. Smith, spoke to a class, 
And he asked, did anybody want to intern? Me and about three or four other people said, yeah. Um, Nate took our number down. He didn't call me for like about two months. I forgot I even told this dude I want to intern. I'm standing in my living room one day. My phone ring. My mom asked phone. She was like, some dude on the phone for you. So I get the phone. And he's like, yo, bro. Man, man, bro. You been talking to my girl, bro. I'm like, what? what? <laughs> he's like, bro, yeah, I found my girl number in your phone, bro. Like, nah, bro, we, we got to meet up. We got, we going to fight. I'm like, bro, what's what up? What the heck? What's your girl? I'm like, bro, pull up. Like, you know what I oh mean? God. I'm going out. So he, he started laughing. He's like, nah, man, this Nate Quick, you met me. You met me at John C. Smith. You remember you still want to intern. I'm like, oh, yeah, 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 for okay. sure. So he was like, come into the office. And, you know, we'll set it up. So. Um, I went in probably like the next week, set it up, and I, I've been in Power 98 ever since that day. Oh my goodness, been that's crazy! That day. Started okay. as an intern from dirt and rocks in the bottom. Wow, that's pretty yeah. impressive. No, yeah, okay. Have you ever um done like a shadow program to let like a like kids come up there to watch what you do? Oh, yeah, we definitely do shadow programs because you know, for me, it's big to pass it down to the next generation. Mm -hmm. Um, what's so crazy is like, you know, I got kids, but it like none of my kids don't seem like they want to do this. And I'm like, I don't know why. Like your dad has done it at such a high level. Why wouldn't you want this? I don't know if they don't see it as a real job. I don't know. But they they don't like, like most of them don't really, like I would say about one or two of them kind of kind of like it and kind of see like, you know what I mean? Like how it go. So my thing is passing it down to the next generation. So if, if people hit me up all the time. Hey, bro, can I come through? Can I shadow? Can I follow you to um, out on location? I'm like, yeah, come do it. Because somebody gave me the opportunity. So I definitely want to be, you know, that lifeline for somebody else. We do it. Um, we can't do it as much as we used to mm -hmm. just because of uh, corporate parameters. But okay. we, we still do it and get away with it. That's pretty you know, dope. We, we work it out. That's good. Who wouldn't want to shadow no limit? Like he's fun. <laughs> the kids love oh, you. Kids. Work though. Like you come, you come up there to that radio station. You gonna work? <laughs> gonna work. You gonna do something? Oh my yeah. goodness. Okay. So who are the three most memorable guests that you've interviewed? Oh, this is real easy. Uh, okay. Chief Keith. Okay. Webby. Oh. Okay. Um, and the third could be either Will Smith, Master P, mm -hmm. or Barack Obama. You interviewed Barack Obama? I definitely did twice. What? And Michelle. What? Yes, it was crazy. Like it Barack was so cool. Like, um, I remember asking him like who he listened to, like hip hop. Uh -huh. He was like, he listened to feel like I listened to 50. I was like, what? <laughs> like, I listened to Wheezy, I listened to G's. I'm like, man, Barack, you lying. Oh my he like, nah, man. I still got this interview. I got it saved somewhere. I still got it, but nah, he was so cool. Um, then we we ended up talking to Michelle. Mm -hmm. You know, she talked about her fitness program that she got. Right. She yep. called, she called in to talk about that. Also talked to Hillary when she was running for a president. Okay. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I've been at this thing for a minute, but my memorable guest for good and bad, Chief Keith was terrible. Why? Man, you, you know, if you do an interview with somebody that don't talk, oh, that's the worst interview. You yeah. know what I mean? As an interviewer, interviewer, you know, if you do an interview with somebody they don't talk, yeah. it's the worst interview because you're trying to get information. They just I don't know if he was high, he was uninterested. He was new in the game. Mm. And it and he was just, I don't know if he just wasn't interested, but he was a terrible interview. Webby was hilarious. Really? Hood dude out <laughs> playing with his dog. Man, my dog getting away. Larry, I gotta go get my dog. Oh and, my and man, I, man, he was funny. <laughs> like him, Webby Boosie, anytime you interview them, oh you're gonna get raw. Webby Boosie, trick daddy, you're gonna get raw and real 
rugged, whatever they do. I interviewed Trick Daddy. He was outside, like he outside doing Trick Daddy. It was hilarious. But you know, like I said, people love people that's authentic. authentic and they authentic yeah. every time. Yeah, Trick Daddy. You know, I was on his cooking show. So are you what? Yes, and it oh, was. Yeah, yeah. You so you know. Yes, you know. And he is Trick Daddy. Trick Daddy. Is, <laughs> listen, people ask me all the time, who is the realest rappers you ever met? I'm like, bro, Trick Daddy ain't even no. He just a hood dude that have to get famous from rapping. He gonna say because he gonna say what he want him boosted webby like they gonna they gonna say what they want to say stand on it yeah be on that platform and it is what it is yeah and, and I respect that yep and they got their core fan base yeah they, they ain't core worried fan about base nothing. ain't worried about nothing <laughs> and their core fan base want that rawness and yeah. that realness so that's how they like yep. you can't cancel them dude absolutely can't not. cancel neither one of them they dude. keep trying to cancel boosted he ain't going you nowhere can't cancel boosted <laughs> he's uncanceled his his fans his core <laughs> fan base is just like him. And they think and move just like that. We love him. Uh, like, we do we love Boosie. Shout out to Boosie Boosie. <laughs> My dog. Yeah. So is there anyone that you haven't interviewed that you would want to interview? Um, Eminem. I definitely Ooh. want to sit down with Eminem. Um, Michael Jordan is still on my list. Mm. Like I've seen Mike. Like I've interacted with Mike. Mm -hmm. I've hosted parties for Michael Jordan. But I've never. I want to sit down and do a real sit down interview with Mike. Okay. That's at the top of my my radio bucket list is okay. Michael Jordan. Like if somebody came in right now and said, who you could, who you could interview tomorrow, you'll be good. Michael Jordan. Hands down. I want, cause I like, I like to talk to people stuff outside of their, outside of their, like their normal. Mm -hmm. Like people talk about Mike, about basketball all the time. Right. I don't want to talk about that. I mean, we could talk about that too, but that's not what I want to talk about. Right. Yeah. Okay, Michael. Okay, I want to talk about Mike. You know, with, with stuff with him and his brother. Like, you know, mm. his brother Larry. Like, a lot of people. If you if you've never seen Come Fly with Me, if you never know. You don't know the Michael Jordan story. You don't know that his brother was really supposed to be the one. Larry was Larry like me. Larry <laughs> Jordan was really supposed to be be the one. Oh, really? He the one who drove Mike to what Mike is. But a lot of people don't know that unless you know the Michael Jordan right. story. Right. Yeah. Oh man. That so that's the kind of stuff I want to talk. About. Okay, that'd be a great interview. Yeah, I, I definitely want to do Mike. Mike, I would say Mike, Mike, Eminem, even LeBron. You know, because a lot of people talk to LeBron about crazy stuff too. <laughs> I, I, you know, what I mean, I would love to sit down with LeBron. I, I like to pick LeBron's brain because I love what he does business wise. Yeah, and the fact that you know he gave all his homeboys around him a chance to be something, and he took them boys from nobody knew who they was. Like mm -hmm. he got the number one sports agent. In the world, and that, and that man didn't know nothing about that. Right. He just said, "Hey, bro, I know who I am, and I'm gonna let you be it." And that's that's important for people to do. Mm -hmm. And I don't think he get enough credit for that. Absolutely, I agree with you 100. Yeah, yeah. And even stand down with his woman, because a lot of people get you on know, switching up on their girl too. <laughs> 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 oh, oh, oh! It touched nerve over there. I don't got nothing to do with that. I don't know. I, ladies and gentlemen, I don't know what she's don't talking about. switch up on me. I'm good. Oh, okay. Didn't nobody switch up on you? Yeah. They never switched up on you. That's a good thing. Yeah, good. Brian and been down since middle school. Middle school. You know what I mean? That's crazy. That's dope. That's dope. Though. I love it. That's dope. Love it. So he she knows who he is. He knows she, who she is. Yeah. And they 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 make it work, whatever it is, and however it is. Yeah. And another thing you love about LeBron, you don't hear no controversy about LeBron. Nope. Nah. None. Like people be, you can't even stir up nothing on him. Like you can't even, he don't even be nowhere for you to stir up nothing on him. So I respect all that. Oh yeah, absolutely. Now why would Eminem be? Because like, so I, people don't know this, but I'm a book reader. Like mm -hmm. I read books and I read Eminem's book and I just want to talk to him about, you know, 
stuff that I that I read in the book. Um, him just getting in the game, mm. him being, you know, one of the first, well, not one of the first, well, kind of the first white rapper to the degree that he's done it. Right, at. right. And do it like just talk to him about stuff like that. And you know, also being a father, going through that situation with mm. his daughter and his baby mama, how that played out. He, yeah. was, he played a big part in that. He talked about that in his book. His okay. drug addiction, he talked about that in his book. Mm-hmm. He also talked about, um, you know, growing up in Detroit, his homeboy Proof, how Proof put him on, how Proof got killed. He talked about all that. So, okay, just stuff like that. Like, I read yeah. books a lot. So, like, when I when I interview artists, a lot of times I tell them, I read your book. They be like, what? <laughs> like, yeah, I read your book. Like, I'm yeah. a book reader. Okay. On the low. On the low. Yeah. <laughs> People don't know that about me. I don't think yeah. I... I got a whole bookshelf at home full of books. I was like, y'all think these books is in Like, like I probably got over a hundred books. Out of a hundred, oh I probably read at least sixty or seventy. Okay. Yeah. Look at you. Well, one thing I do know about you is that you're a huge community advocate. You that are man. always in the community, always giving back, and not just giving money. You're like boots on the ground yeah. out there. Grass, you just you out there. You doing yeah. it all. So what, um, if you could kind of, I know it's a lot, but what are some of the underutilized resources in Charlotte that maybe some people don't really know about? Um, actually, <laughs> I, a lot of people don't know the CMPD, the Charlotte Mecklenburg Police Department. They have um, a lot of youth resources that we don't tap into mm. because we don't <laughs> fuck with the police. Yeah. But believe it or not, if you go to their website, they have a lot of youth Really, a lot of youth. They do. They have a lot of youth resources. We don't use it because, like I said, we don't put the police. But that's one. Um, I would definitely say um, three one one is actually actually two one one is a good resource for like housing and stuff like that. Mm. A lot of people don't know that you call two one one. They can help you, and three one one can help you do a lot of stuff. Of course, you know we 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 do things with the homeless. Yeah. Um, with Block Love Charlotte, I think that's an under under serve resource yes because we we took on a program that was grassroots and we decided we're gonna do this every day mm. and if going from feeding once on a weekend every day is crazy yes. unheard of and we made it work we definitely have made it work but it's been through you know charlotte the people of charlotte support um through the uh, county coming in and supporting shout out to my man anthony troutman Coming in that's important. Um, my man Mark Jarrell, county commissioner, coming in support, and just a host of other folks. My man um, Malcolm Graham jumped in. Was like, listen, this organization is really doing the work, and that's what we, you know, we got a saying amongst people that do the work. Like, chase the work, not the money. Mm. You chase the money, you'll never, never get, get you'll never get the work done because you're too busy chasing the dollar. But if you do the work, the money will come. I promise you it'll come. And, and you learn, like, so since I've been, I would say, I would say I'm kind of full-time, kind of full-time in it. I've learned a lot over the last four years about nonprofits and how they work and how you get money from nonprofits and who you need to talk to, uh-huh. what door you need to knock on, and how you need to go about it the right way. And I think a lot of nonprofits make mistakes because they go about getting money the wrong way. Mm-hmm. Okay. I ain't going to give you all our secrets, but yeah. Well, you can give me some after the show. It's going to cost you. Yeah, give me a lap, dude. Oh my God! I'm just playing. I'm just playing. I'm just, this dad is going to Queen podcast. I'm just kidding. I'm just joking. I'm just joking. These, these just jokes. These just jokes. Oh my God, you are crazy. All right. Well, since we are in Charlotte, North Carolina, mm-hmm. and 
I want to, and you are in music. I mean, you know, you kind of know a lot. I know a little something. You know a lot. So I want to know who I'm. A, I'm gonna I'm split it up. Oh, who is your oh, North Carolina and South Carolina? Who's oh, on your Mount Rushmore of music? I'm not doing it. I want you to do like big scale artists. Big scale. I don't matter. I'm not doing it. Why? I'm not doing it because every time you do a Mount Rushmore of artists, right? Uh huh. Somebody gonna get left out. That's and, the point. And when, and, and when I see them on the street, they go, bro, I don't do it no more. Oh, my God. I, I, Not even upcoming artists? Nah, I don't want to do it. Why? Because it's too many. I can't, I can't narrow it down to four. Okay, what about 10? 10? Yeah. I might give you 10, and I still don't want to do that. Why? Because it, somebody, somebody going to be in their feelings. Well, they and they go good then. Up. If they ain't top ten, it, they ain't that it, good. They need to work it, on their craft. But it's not even that though. It might be somebody. It might be somebody that I don't know of or I haven't heard. Well, how about you dope. say charges to my head and not my heart? This is my top ten. If I forgot you, forgive me. This ain't my top ten, <laughs> but I'm gonna say I give you artists that I've seen putting in work. How there you that? go. And it ain't got to be in no order. I ain't got to be in no order. Yep. Um, Money Train, Raphael Rattler. Shout out to Money Train. Shout out to Money Train. He's been putting in work. Uh, Lil John Foke. Absolutely. She's been putting Shout in work. Uh, Hot Boy Shat. Yes, definitely indeed. been putting in work. Um, my man Chesy Boy, even though he's he's an artist, but with that camera, oh yeah, he's yeah. been putting yeah. in work. Um, you got me thinking now. Um, <laughs> what's a little kid name? Um, Lil Tay Four Hundred. You might not know him, oh, Lil Tay Four Hundred. And then all the females, all the females been killing the game. Rissa Rain, oh, Mary Mac, yeah, yeah. um, Nia, Nia, uh, uh, Nia Nicole. They've been killing it. Um, mm. Cash, Cash been killing it. Uh, my man, my man, uh, Money Only Mo. Money Only Mo is oh, yeah. crazy. Yeah. Crazy records. It's a lot. It's a lot. It's, yeah. it's a lot. North Carolina and South Carolina, it's a lot. Yeah, it's a lot. Of so this, this is some of the folks that I've seen mm -hmm. really been putting in work and kind of knocking on the door. It's it, We got a couple records in the last couple weeks on the next big thing on the show mm -hmm. that, like, I'm like, yo, Coach Lingo, he just dropped off a record that was crazy. Um, It was a kid about two weeks ago. He dropped, he got 100. Mm. But his record was dope. I can't figure, I can't remember what it is. Okay. Uh, S-Dub, number three, he always put in work. Um... I'm trying to think of some of the people that, that got 100 and we play at um we play at nine o'clock. Because if you get a hundred mm -hmm. or, or a high score on the next big thing, you got a chance to be played um in our local rotation at night, which oh, okay. is at nine o'clock. We play two local songs back to back. And it's a lot of That's people that, cool. that has went on to do that. That's pretty dope. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So you know, um Charlotte Pressure Gang. Oh, my man locked up, but pressure gang. <laughs> Hey, pressure gang like that though. That was such a hood shout out. Oh, like, pressure gang, my man, like that. You know, yeah. Free Ziggy. Oh my God, I cannot with you. You are but hilarious. Free Ziggy. I don't know you, but Free Ziggy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He, he gonna free until you say it back. Pressure gang. You already know. Um. So you know, I, being you know, I'm military, so I moved to a whole bunch of different states. Mm -hmm. And one thing that I've noticed about Charlotte in particular, which is it kind of blew my mind a little bit, they. Maybe it's me outside looking in. I don't know. Okay. It's not, it doesn't seem as supportive as the other now you places right. that I've, I've now you lived right. in. Okay. Yeah, I, that's that's not the outside looking in. Okay. On the inside looking out is the same way. And I would say because for a long time it was, I won't say clickish, but kind of mm. clickish. It was kind of neighborhoodish. Like these people in this hood didn't mess with the people in this hood. Mm. Or, you know, you couldn't go over there because of 
you know, whatever, whatever. Now, like, we're moving in a different direction. Though. Okay. Like, with this new wave, a lot of people are seeing collaboration over competition. Okay. And that's the saying on the street. Let's do, let's collaborate. That's even in business, in mm -hmm. nonprofits, with artists. They see, like, it's power numbers. Mm -hmm. Shout out to the baby who went in there and kicked the dough down musically for rappers. Because right. we had already kicked the dough down musically for R&B with, we had, we already did, Carolina, Charlotte, we already did R&B. Right. But he kicked it down for rappers, you know what I mean? Like, a lot mm -hmm. of people knocked on the door. He went in there and kicked it down. So now a lot of people see we can get it done, mm -hmm. but it's going to take everybody to get it in. Oh, and another person that that uh, I just thought of who put in work. My man, she from the phone. He oh, put she in. from the phone. I seen him yeah. compete somewhere. Yeah. Nah, I was she like, oh, like he's that. good. See, see you, you put me on the spot. Yeah, and I'm on this yeah. water diet. My brain ain't working. <laughs> so I'm telling y'all, man, don't, don't jump on this. I'm like, you name me. Thank, thank oh, my God. So, so do you think that the way that it's moving, that it'll start helping get them noticed on a global scale? Because, yes, because like, it's, it's power numbers. Absolutely. So if we all got together, and we talk about this in, in radio, if we all get together and say, look, this artist right here, we're going to push this artist. And then this artist, you agree, when you get on, you get shows, you bring this artist, it'll start taking over like wildfire. Same thing Atlanta mm. did when, when Outkast made it. Do you know it was part of Dungeon Family? So they brought oh. the rest of the Dungeon Family. Then they went and got somebody. Then they went and got somebody. Mm -hmm. And then it just kept going. Then the trap era came. Then that trapper put that trap on the record. And oh. then here we go. And now so, that's how it is in Memphis. Like, yeah, Memphis kind of got the game right now. Yeah. But that's because God it went and signed. If you was halfway high, he went, well, I'm trying to sign. And if he wasn't signing them, don't for signing them. Yep. So it was a competition, but the competition was so crazy. Like they got real, we got real talent in our city, but it takes that one big artist like Gotti and Dolph was the biggest artist in the city. Right. Hands down. Right. It took them to say, hey, let me bring this guy. Let me bring him on tour. Now his fans became the other artist mm -hmm. fans. So that's how that's how it go. Yeah. And you need like that that big artist when they make it, they got to come bring people. Let me bring him. Or if I bring this person, they ain't working with, well, let me grab somebody else. That and you part. just got to keep doing it. And you, it's got to be like, got it. Like I said, got it. Sign everybody. Glorilla, <laughs> uh, SDG, Mozzie, uh, uh, 42 Doug. He signed everybody. Every, he if did. you was hot, I want you. Uh, Pooh Shot, they got every Smart. money bag. He signed everybody. Yeah. Everybody. But now it's two times. If you halfway hot, come on, bro. We're yeah. going to see what to do. And it just kept growing because they was, like I said, they, they got the train and they, they let everybody ride it. Sounds like a smart plan to me. Yeah, I mean, but like I said, it it takes it it takes more than just the big artist. It takes the big artist, then it takes radio. But if the biggest artist, like we take the biggest artist mm -hmm. that's from our city that's on, whoever that is, mm -hmm. and they grab a person, say, look, I'm gonna support this person every time I'm on tour, every time I'm on TV, I'm gonna say this is my artist, I'm gonna chip. But but behind that though, uh -huh. the artist that's coming gotta have good business and yeah. good music. Yeah. If you got good business and good music, and yep. that's all you need is that extra flame. That's it. So you're going to take off. That's it. Yeah. It, it worked. It's, it's, it's a foolproof plan. I agree. Yeah. So um, I don't, I'm not going to say anything. So I'm going to just keep it neutral. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Why does it seem like hip hop mm -hmm. is the only genre mm -hmm. with an age limit? Oh, wow. How can you say that when, when Jay is... How old Jay is. Nas is how old Nas well, is. Well, they didn't Kanye. come in that age, though. They didn't come in that age. That's true. Um, I I, I just think people just... I, I think, you know, what happens is the older generation out 
they outgrow it. Like, you know, what these young boys talking about today, like if I'm just getting the game and I'm 45, I'm not going to talk about that. Or it's not going to make, I ain't going to know the lingo. So it's not going to be hip. It's not going to be cool. I'm just like an old ass uncle rapping about what these young boys rapping about. So it works in, in R&B because the, the platform is kind of like the same. So what about like, for instance, this is what I mean why I don't want to say no names. There uh, are gatekeepers in, in mm -hmm. this region. Mm -hmm. And they aren't willing to sign certain artists because of their age. And they may not be that old. Right, 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 right. Hip hop is old. Because because of that mentality and what I just said, because of the way they think the consumers are gonna look at it. Mm -hmm. That's how so if 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 I'm a label or if I'm a gatekeeper and I got money, I'm saying, so that means I'm investing something, right? Mm -hmm. I'm gonna put my money up for something. So if I'm gonna put my money up for it, it's got to work. Right. If I don't think the people gonna buy it, mm -hmm. then why would I invest in it? That's that's like investing in the stock that you know that's gonna fail. Well, I'm gonna do that. <laughs> and does that does that? But you you mentioned earlier, but that that's only kind of like in the rap in the rap game in the R and B world is different though because even even if you're older and you look young, you can get away with it. Mm. The rap thing is because it's a different lingo. R and B, the lingo is the same. Right. It ain't it ain't changing. Right. It, it's the same. Rap it changes. So you got to be able to do that and, and look a certain way and mm. feel a certain way. Now, R&B, I think you can pull it off because music, I think on the R&B side, good music is good music. Yeah. But with rap, it come, it's a lot it's a lot more to come with that. Okay. I agree. Yeah, I agree with that. But I I, I think you could, if, if I'm a person and I believe in somebody's talent, mm -hmm. then I'm going to put my money up for it. But I think you got to have a plan to go with it. Like if you got somebody who got real talent and they're a little bit older, you got to have a real plan to go with it. Right. You got to work that plan. You can't give up on it. I agree with that too. Yeah. I just, I, I just hate to see um, hip hop artists particularly give up on their dreams yeah. because of their age, because there's so many other ways they can get into that. It doesn't have, like, you don't have to be the main artist on the stage. You like, don't. You can go be a ghostwriter. You can go do other things. You I'm going to tell you what Master P told me a long time ago. He said fame is one of the biggest drugs in the world. Mm. People won't be famous. A lot of people, a lot of people rather be famous than rich. And I want the opposite. <laughs> I'm, I'm not the same. I ain't got listen. If I got nothing on, not be in front of the camera, and still have two, three, four, five million. I'm good. I want because I still want to go to Walmart. I'm good. <laughs> listen, <laughs> listen, I'm good. But a lot of people, like especially when you had a taste of it, and that's when mm. this is what people was talking about in the interview when they was talking. When you've had a taste of fame, it's hard number one to let it go. And then number two, you always trying to recapture that moment, wow. that that favorite. Man, you ever stood on the front of a stage and it's, I don't care if it's a hundred people in there and they're singing your words or, right. or they, they feeling you, it's addicting. Yeah. And it's hard to let that go. Yeah. But some people, I'm a, I'm a money person. I don't give a damn about no fame. Listen, don't I want no the dollars. money. Because every for me, everything, not everything I do, but when it, when it comes to hosting and doing stuff like that, like I'm in there for the money. I don't care, man. Listen, <laughs> I'm trying to get that bad, but a lot of people can't do that. They can't. They can't. Well, let me write the record. Let me write the record and give it to this person. I know I'm mm. hot. I know I can write good records, and I know I I can do it on stage. But this person, it might be better for this person, and they younger or whatever. Let me give it to them. I'm gonna help them. Either way, we still eat together as a team. It's hard. They though. can't do it. It's they hard. Want, they want that fame. Like, Master P told me a long time ago. <laughs> Fame is one of the <laughs> biggest drugs in America. And people don't, they don't, you don't think, think about it though. Think about a rapper or somebody you know mm -hmm. that you know they, they should have stopped rapping a long time ago. <laughs> Still rapping. Wait. 
because I just met somebody. <laughs> Dave still rapping. Oh man, I mean, I'm about big artists too. Well, big artists, everything. You like, bro? What the? Yo, why is you still rapping? It's terrible. Hey, why you 48? 50? You 50? Secondhand. See, like you said, like Jaden can still pull it off, right? Because Jaden content is grown content now. Right. They've grown, but they started early. Yeah. And even even the rappers that started later, they still they grow they content grow yeah. with them. So yeah. Because I, I remember yeah. a show we went to, and it, I don't know these people, but yeah. they was up there rapping. Like, what are you doing? And I was like, are you, this ain't for real. Like, right. y'all serious? Right. Right. Oh my God. It's the fame. Yeah. Like, once, you, once you've been famous to a certain <laughs> and for some people, it could be a little bit of fame. Yeah. They always want to get Man. back. I got to get that back. Oh. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's an addiction. Mm. Definitely an addiction. Okay. Um, so, <laughs> <laughs> I, you, you girls. <laughs> Roll, better get it together. I don't know what to tell you. We need electricians too. Oh. But um, <clears throat> so we need electricians too. Matter of fact, I got a light in my house. That <laughs> need fix, so. The electrician out there hit. I got sliding DDM. I need. I got a yeah. I got some TVs. I need hung up. Yeah, you know, them people make money too. A lot of money. They make a lot of money. <laughs> know how hard it is to hang a TV? Man, listen, it's been sitting in my son. So what advice would you give to an upcoming artist trying to break into the industry? What would you, um, what can they do? Same thing I would tell somebody getting the radio. No, know, know yourself. Know what you're looking for. Know what you expect out of this game because a lot of people want to get in it and they don't know what they want. They don't know mm. if they want the fame. They don't know if they want the money. That's one of the first questions I, I'll ask the artist. Like, what you want to do? Like, what you want out of this? Mm. And a lot of them be like, I, I, want, I just want to be heard. Oh, I don't. I want some money because that's what I want out of the game. I want some money. But a lot of artists say that, and, and that's cool. But nice. Nah, if that's what you want to do, you just want to be heard. But those are the artists that get taken advantage of yep. too, because you just want to be heard. I don't care nothing about no money. All right, cool. Because the boys behind you that's investing and that's gonna push you, they care about the money. You yeah. don't. You already told them. You told them up front. I don't care nothing about no money. I just want to be heard. Right. Okay. Well, we're gonna get you heard. We're gonna get paid. <laughs> I'm one of the ones gonna get paid. That's just me personally. But um, I would say know what you want out of the game, mm -hmm. know what you want out of the game. Create your own lane, your own your own niche, and if you're going in somebody else's lane, just know um, what lane you're getting into, because a lot of a lot of people are afraid to step in somebody's lane, which mm. is which is it happens in, in 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 music. But if you are going to somebody's lane, know what lane you're getting into, and know what they expect in that lane. But the best thing is to have your own and just be that. And the third, uh, third or fourth thing would be your fan base. Feed your fan base. I don't care if you got three fans. Make oh, sure them. Gosh. Oh my bad. I don't care if you got three fans. Make sure them three fans. You feed them what they want from you, because them three fans can eventually turn to thirty. That thirty yeah. turn to three hundred. That three hundred to thirty thousand. Yeah. If you play it right, mm. I learned that from Master P too. Okay, Master P. Oh, yeah, yeah, that was, yeah, yeah. Nah. Yeah, I like yeah, he that. talk about it a lot. Um, because I what I've learned because I I was a talent manager in my former life. Okay. Um, <laughs> you were managing some talent. I was managing some talent. <laughs> anyway, what you do as a talent? Don't manager? do that. I'm, I, I want to know. Now I got some questions. What you do as a talent? Manager? I manage an artist named Money Train. Oh, no, you had to say no names. I was just saying, like, what, what do, what does a I talent did everything? Do? What does a talent well, manager? I don't what know is what, the job description. I don't know what other talent managers. Well, what did, did you but do? I did it all. What's the job um, description? I'm gonna tell you. I um, I book shows. Mm -hmm. Um. As a talent manager's job. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm um, I made sure all his publishing was right. 
for his song. Um, I helped him book his. I, I helped write the. Uh, what do you call those things for the videos? Oh, treatments. The treatments video for treatments. the video yes. treatments. That's I went over them, you know, job. edited them, make sure everything was Great. good. Um, make sure I was at the video shoots to make things every, everything yeah. went right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, we traveled. I booked flights, hotel, okay. all that stuff. You might be we you, you going um, back into that profession, or you gave up on that? Oh no, no, I never. You not, you, don't, you want another artist or not? No, I got I got two. That's absolutely playing. not. You no. Why not? You know what? No, no. Okay. I learned a lot. Let me tell you, I learned a whole lot. Music game is treacherous. Um, and um, and that was one of the things I was going to mention about you know artists trying to break into the industry. Mm -hmm. One thing that I learned about new artists, not Money Train, but artists like that we ran into mm -hmm. and we would talk to, especially the younger ones, mm -hmm. is like they don't really understand how much work it takes. Right, they are really intrigued right. with the glitz and the glam. Right. Oh, I can go to the studio, make a song. I think I, I get one. I get a song halfway on the radio, and I'm I'm on. Yeah, bro. They, this, <laughs> you ain't even started work yet, bro. And that's why they fall off so quick because there's so much. They don't work. understand doing interviews. They don't understand <sighs> doing travel. They don't understand booking shows. Like all they no. want to do is make records. Yep. Some of them like doing shows, but. But it's deeper than that. Yeah. And how much money is involved in that? Oh yeah, the investment is excruciating yeah you definitely got to make an investment yeah and this this is money for years and years and years and years and years that you may never see it is it, you may never recoup it yeah you may never recoup the money it's, so. it, it, it's just like playing lotto or playing the stock market yeah absolutely you put it in there and maybe it pop maybe it don't yeah that's how you really that's how you really gotta look at the music game yeah if you ain't got money to spend and, and money that you might not recoup back this ain't the field for you it ain't and that was one of the things that I kind of didn't understand. And even before this, I didn't understand yeah. like how so many people want to be in this industry where it's like only one to two percent of people make it. Right. And it's like it's so many more people that do things that make a whole bunch of money, too. Yeah. And the, the likelihood of you making it and that is way more than this. Industry. But I think it's, it's ways to recoup your money without like without album sales. Like you can make it off shows. You can yeah. make it off. You definitely can still make it off album sales. But you got to establish that core fan base because mm -hmm. you feed that core fan base they're gonna buy your records a yeah. fan gonna buy your records oh yeah 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 or buy or support whatever you got going on absolutely yeah. i agree yes merchandise merchandise is big mm -hmm. that's how a lot of artists make money is their merchandise yeah gotta push it gotta push that it. marketing gotta, is the hardest got, thing for artists got to, to do. sell it got to sell it got to push it yeah <laughs> i don't care if you gotta get if your fan base is 500 fat women get yeah. them 500 fat Women, what they do? They buying it. Damn, they right. gonna buy it. Like, they gonna buy it. But you gotta give them what they want. Yeah. So I don't know. That industry definitely isn't for me. Why not? Uh, no, thank you. You would never go back. Oh, no, no. Why you would never go oh, back? No, no. Give me a it's reason. It's too um cutthroat. Not even the cutthroat part of mm -hmm. it. It's just too. It's too. To me, it's demonic. I don't demonic. Yeah, I've heard that before. It is. I would. I would. Yeah. I. It is. It is to a certain degree. And then I guess. But you don't have to engage in the demonic part. No, no, I don't. Yeah, you can still be And I think be because it's not my dream, so yeah. I don't necessarily have to do it. And so I'm not like. To. I got you. You, know, had a, you, can, you, you lost the passion for it. I lost my, a lot of money. <laughs> I lost the passion <laughs> shit. Well, you know, losing money make you lose passion. Listen. <laughs> <laughs> and also, I think being in the room with people like these people are really passionate about what they do. Right, right, right. So they're willing to do any and everything for it. And I'm sitting there like, who? I'm going home. Right. Like, I don't even do this. Right. <laughs> like, I, I feel what you're saying. <laughs> a lot of people don't understand it. Like, a lot of people don't understand, like, the entertainment industry, period. Like, even in, even some things we had to do on our side. Like, you know, the late nights, the mm -hmm. early mornings, the 
man, I might get two hours of sleep and I'm back on the road or yep. I'm back here, I'm back there. A lot of people don't understand it. They don't understand I got to go show up to this place or man. I got to sit down with this person. And and they, they don't understand it. They don't uh, get it. They don't see any of that back behind nah, you. They don't they get see it. You at a show, you, you put they the clips up or what, what happened and then it. that's it. Yeah, being on that tour with Trina. Yeah, uh -uh. that's shout out to Trina. That was exhausting. Like, yeah. oh my god, I said, oh no, no, I oh, it's tour life, me. Huh? Oh no, tour life. Everybody, everybody <laughs> think tour life. Hey, listen, tour man, life is work. It is exhausting. It's work, man. Listen, I'm like, no, I think I'm gonna go home. <laughs> See what I'm saying? <laughs> See what I'm, nah, man, you wanna live this life? You gotta get out here and live this life. I don't wanna live that life. I don't want to do that life. Well, that that you say you don't want to do it. That ain't so, okay. my ministry. Okay. Mm -mm. But I, I learned a lot. And then shout out to Money Train because he, he taught me a whole lot. That's what I knew nothing about yeah, the I, music I mean, industry Like, you know, you know, me personally, like, um, I met Money Train just coming down to Rakia. And I, I always tell him, bro, you got the talent. Mm -hmm. and, and I know this music thing get hard. And it can make you feel like, it can make you feel like you ain't got no talent. It can make you one day it can make you feel like I'm the biggest artist in the world. Yep. I do this the next day, you'd be like, I ain't I don't feel like I ain't got no talent. But I told him, keep going, man. You oh, know, yeah. sometimes it takes 12 years or 15 years to make artists. Mm -hmm. and you never know. And I and I say that because a lot of people don't know VIC the wobble. Mm -hmm. That song was out for like five years before it took off. Really? VIC put that song out for like it was out for like five, about four or five years before it took off. But when it took off, it took off. It's a and, and it's still it's a legendary song. We run into the dance floor right now. <laughs> yeah. But and that's how you gotta look at it. Like if this yeah. was something I'm really passionate about, this is something I really do, I really want to do. You just never know when that break gonna come. Yeah. That's what that's your day. Yeah. That's why I told him I said never give up on your dreams. Yeah, sometimes you gotta uh, recalibrate and reprioritize some yeah. things, but your dreams, you gotta stay with it. That's crazy. You gotta stay with Dude. it because and, and and the thing about it is a lot of people think, well, I got the if I if I don't get if I ain't doing twenty shows or, or a year or twenty shows a month, I'm not successful. That's not true. No. That's not true. And 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 I know plenty of artists that do it big, mm. do it big, and they're not doing that, but they do it big. Right. And it's because they got fans, they got support, and they keep going and they keep make they keep making music. Yeah. And you just you never know. And and the real thing about it is. It, it might be something like that might be what you're supposed to do, mm -hmm. but you not might not be doing the right thing in what you're supposed to do. Mm -hmm. Like you might be making R&B music and you're really supposed to be making gospel. Mm -hmm. I'm just being honest. Not even him. I'm just talking no, about I'm anybody. Just, you know, some rappers might be rapping, but they really they supposed don't. to be doing R&B. Yes. Yeah. And you be like, you know what I mean? Because, you know, to be honest, like I ain't, I ain't no, <laughs> no very spiritual person, but I do have spirituality. <laughs> and I do know that, and I, and I know this for a fact, like, God will put you with it when it's your purpose mm -hmm. and your path, he'll put you there. Absolutely. And sometimes we be trying to go against the grain. The guy be like, Man, Ooh. when you listen, then what I tell you to do, listen. it's gonna pop. Listen. And then and, the and then you might do it. You might do what he tell you, and you do it and be like, damn, here it go. Right there. If I just listen, but a lot of people don't, a lot of people <laughs> yeah. don't listen. We all hard headed. I've been hard headed, I've been hard headed my whole life. I listen to certain stuff, listen. but I've been all ahead of my whole life. That's the truth, because literally, he was telling me for a long time, you need to train. You need to train. I'm not training nobody. I yeah, right. Nobody. I, no. People keep asking me, how did you do this? How? Right. Oh, man, people getting on my nerves. I don't want... Right. As soon as I, like, really just set out and, and created my program... Just took off. See? Everybody know the core I go places. You the core queen? I'm right. Like, 
See what I'm saying? I'm like, oh, that's crazy. <laughs> See what I'm saying? Crazy. You been you been had the gift. You just holding the back. You was holding yourself back. I mean, seriously, yeah. it really was. A lot of people do that though. A lot yeah. of people don't realize that they're afraid of success. Like I'm, yeah, I'm not afraid scary. of. I, I talk like a lot of people talk about. If I do this, if I do that, but they're afraid to take the step to do it. And then when they take the step and they do it, they're like, damn, it took off. You've been holding yourself back. I'm holding yourself back. My mentor said, most people's change just takes two millimeters of adjustment and your life will take off. That's it. That's crazy. That's the truth, though. Yeah. (laughs) That's the truth. All right, well, I'm going to take a two millimeter adjustment and change this conversation. Okay, well, let's go. I want to get in your head about some stuff. Go ahead. Cause I know you, you know who Jeezy the Snowman is. Jeezy the Snowman. Hey, so of course he just recently did an interview with Neil Long, which I thought was an mm. amazing interview. Loved it. And um, he made a statement that when we, as in black men, are at our lowest, that's when we need black women the most. Absolutely. Well, my question is, why can't y'all need black women at your highest? I don't think when he made that statement, and I don't want to speak for Jeezy, but I don't think when he made that statement, like he wasn't saying that we don't need y'all when we at our highest. I'm thinking like, well, we are really, really down on our luck. We really down in the gutter. Like we done, we had, we had the point we, I don't know if I, I want to wake up in the morning. Mm-hmm. We need that black woman, that black queen to come tell us, bro, it's going to be all right. You remember Met the Man got a song. You're all I need. Mm-hmm. In the song, he said, she's a rub me on my back and tell me, baby, it'll be okay. Mm-hmm. That's what we need. That's what he was talking about. So, like, we going to, like, back to the LeBron situation. When we at our highs, we're going to make sure y'all good. If you made sure I was good when mm-hmm. I was at my lowest. And maybe, and I agree with all of that. I I, I know for sure, like, I've never had to. Yeah. But um, <laughs> I think I, I was reading a lot of things about that statement in particular yeah. from Black women who were offended because his wife isn't Black. And they like, oh, well, now he had his lowest and getting divorced and now nah, he want to come back. Nah, it ain't even that, though. <laughs> See, they, they trying young. Like, young is, like, young, you know, he, he date black women. It's not that it's not that he shun black women. Like, I don't want none of y'all. He date black women. Like, well, he you know. One. But he he found love. Why why you hating on somebody who found love? Oh, I'm not. I'm just, it, not you. No. I'm just talking about people. Why you going to hate on somebody who found love where they found love? At that point in my life, where I was in my life, it wasn't like for a lot of people, love ain't no color thing. It's oh, I agree. A, it, it's a it, I love agree. is really a feeling. How you make me feel, how I make you feel. Mm-hmm. And that's probably where he was at at that moment in his life. Now, you know what I mean? It's not that he was at his lowest and I'm oh, I'm coming back to black women. It's like, nah, I, I see that the love that we had is not there anymore. So I'm gonna make a change. Whether she was black, white, Chinese, purple, it didn't matter. It was him. I'm making a change and adjustment as a man. So like if y'all if black women will be like, no, nah, don't come back over here now. That's, that's crazy as hell. They ain't gonna do that. Now. I'm just saying, not right? But I'm but I'm just saying that's crazy as hell. But it's not some black women will though, because they said it. Well, most black women they, they, they he, be he, talking. He would date them anyway. Yeah, you're right. But I'm just saying though. I'm just saying though. But why even be like that with any man? Not if he needs Jesus, just any man. Why would you be like that? I don't know. I think I think maybe the statement just rubbed in the wrong way. I don't know. And, because, and and this is we're talking about women that are projecting too, though. Yeah. So they projecting their own shit. Of course. On the hill. Of course. And it ain't had nothing to do with them because he of would course. never choose them anyway. So <laughs> <laughs> but the thing, I mean, that whole statement is he he was just big, it was a big up the black women, you know what I mean? And I think he 
he's not only speaking from a relationship standpoint, we're talking about from your mama, from your sister, mm -hmm. from your aunties. You need that black woman to tell you, hey, little black boy, hey, little black man, mm -hmm. this is who you are. You, you need people to remind you of who you are. Yes, I and agree. and nobody can do that better than your mom, your sister, or a black woman that has mm -hmm. been in your corner or been around you yep. who knows who you are. Because don't a lot of times we as men, not that we forget who we are, we don't. We kind of, we kind of, we kind of subdue it. Mm -hmm. We kind of subdue it in certain situations. Yeah, and sometimes it take that woman to say, "Hey, nah, nigga, you somebody too." Yeah, nah, probably because y'all are so used to uplifting other people and y'all don't ever get poured back into in that way absolutely that's that's one I part agree. of it so I, I mean that's what he was saying you know people gonna take the statement and make make it what they was but well i was happy that he actually chose nia long oh absolutely to I do was, the interview ooh, she did a great job she, she needed to talk show y'all get nia long talk show and bring me on it because i love her she was amazing i'm going in yeah, yeah and especially because jesus don't really talk well i think he, he's at a different point in his life he didn't yeah. talk before because he because of things he was into, you know what I mean? Things he how he was moving. Right. And he talked about that now. Like when I was moving in, I don't want to talk. You know, yeah. that ain't what we do. But now I'm mean, like men grow up. Yeah. Everybody grows up. Oh, yeah. Or they grow at a different different stage of life. He just at a different point in his life. It's like, let me share this. Like he's always sharing his life on mm. records. Yeah. But now let me yeah. show y'all my life with y'all another way. Let me show y'all this different. And that's what people talk about. Like, why rappers always talk about the same thing. Okay. Well, now I ain't talking about the same thing on records. Y'all don't want to buy them records. So mm -hmm. let me go back and talk about the same thing on records. But let me tell you the rest of my life in a book, New York bestseller. Let me show you that in the book. And let me sit down and have a real conversation mm -hmm. because y'all say men don't talk. Yeah. Actually, did you see the interview with uh, on the Pivot podcast with Channing uh, Crowder? Nah. Where they were talking about Jeezy's album. Nah, I didn't see that. It was pretty disturbing, actually. Oh, why? Yeah, because they was trying to... Um, What's the other guy's name that hosted? The, Ryan Clark. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was talking about how black people are so upset. You, they're always talking about rappers rapping. Like you just said. Right, right, right. right. Talk, always talking about the same stuff. Right. So he was like, okay, well... And then no, Channing said, well, don't nobody want to hear no old rapper rapping about this and that. And he was like, just like Jeezy. I want to hear the old Jeezy. Now yeah. he rapping about this. I don't want to hear that. Actually, I love the album. I'm like, I what mean, are you talking about? I love I love I love I love the album. Like it was, like I listen to the album top to bottom. All 26 songs, 27 songs. I love the album. And he talk about some of the same stuff, but he also talk about, you know, stuff he's been through, like with his mama and stuff like that. Like, man, that's that's crazy. Shannon like, was saying he didn't want to hear no rapper talking about no investments or nothing like that. that and that and that's why you lose it. That's why you lose what? it. Jay-Z talk about investment from day one. That's where Ryan Clark said. He was yeah, like, well, Jay-Z raps yeah. about that kind of stuff. So why is it different? I'm like, you know what? I can't. I, I want to hear him talk because I, I need I need to see what I be I need to be doing my life. Talk about it. And let me let, let pimp me to something. Those wrong black people. You don't want to hear something that's gonna help you. Yeah. He said he he um influenced him to buy an orange, an old school, he paid eighty thousand dollars for it. I'm right. Like, so that okay. He influenced you to do that, but I can't influence you to. Take that same eighty thousand and buy some property and make that eighty thousand three hundred and eighty. You don't want that influence. That. That's stupid. That's crazy. That's stupid. <laughs> I ain't one of them. I don't know. Tell me, bro. Show me how to, how the game go. Cause I want to know. Please, I'm taking notes. I'm yeah, taking like, notes. Like, nah, I, I love like I love the album. So okay, yeah, I thought it was great. I love Jeezy. I'm a huge Jeezy fan. I am so too. I loved it too. I am.
So apparently I've ruffled some feathers the other day. I do it every day. I don't really oh, care. What you do? What you do to them people? Um, and I try to be an yeah, equal opportunity type of chick. Oh, when yeah. I when equal I ruffle feathers, yes. Oh, okay. I piss off women and I piss off men. But oh. I do it on purpose with a reason, though. Okay. Because I want us to really start to get into the healing side of things. Oh, you want us to get the healing? Yeah. So you got to piss us off to make us heal. Well, I just I just post questions that people just don't ask. Okay. So how did you piss Even people off? Even though I think we need to ask the questions. Okay. How did you piss So people? I asked, why do so many black men hit their financial stride so late in life? Oh. Oh. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Is that what you said? That's what I said. Oh. Uh -huh. And not upset so many people. You did? I wouldn't have been upset by that. I, mean, I just want uh, I, I don't know how to answer that. I mean, I do know how to answer the question, but um, I would say because actually, no. You want me to be honest? Absolutely. A lot of black men are the men of their households at a young age. Mm. Think about it. If you got a single parent household, mm -hmm. she got a son. Mm -hmm. Who's the man of the household? The son. The son's gonna be the man of the household. So I'm being the man of the household when I don't even know how to be a man. Mm -hmm. So if I don't got nobody to teach me how to be a man, my mom's gonna do the best she can. She might bring some dudes around and teach me the, the best they can. Mm -hmm. But if I'm really not learning how to be that, how do I know? So that would be my answer to that. I think I was raised by a single mom who did a phenomenal job. Mm -hmm. She taught me everything, you know, from hustling to, to everything, how to move, how to finagle with people, how to do this, how to do that. Mm -hmm. She taught me everything. But at the same time, there was a part of me that that missed, like missed on some certain things because my dad didn't live in the household mm -hmm. or my dad didn't come around or my dad didn't stand on his business when it came to promises. So... Fortunately for me, my mom was a big financial person. Mm. Like she didn't, she learned about finances late, but she always knew about money and how to get money and how to have money. So she taught all her kids that, you know, me, even my, um, my brother and my sister, she taught all of that and my cousins, everybody, mm -hmm. my whole family, like she taught us that. So she told us how, you know, if we wanted to be successful, what it was going to take to play the game, how it was going how, how to play the game. Okay. But I think for, a, if you don't have that in your household, for men, you miss out on that. And then what happens is a lot of men, I want to take care of my mama because my mom was a single mama, right? So now I got to go out here and hustle. Do you know what happened when I go out there and hustle? I catch them charges because mm -hmm. I'm trying to take care of the house, right? Mm -hmm. Or I'm trying to, if I ain't trying to take care of the house, I'm trying to take care of me so my mama don't have that burden. Mm -hmm. Or my auntie or my grandma, because a lot of a lot of men raised by their grandma. Mm -hmm. I don't want them to have that burden. So I'm gonna go out here and hustle. I'm gonna be around the dudes to hustle. And if I'm around the dudes to hustle, a lot of them didn't go to school. They didn't get that because from from even from the older generation, they didn't go to college like that. No. They either had a trade or they worked in a factory or something like that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So they're not making me or they're not telling me like this is what I need to do. They showing me a different way. So the way that they make money is not at a high level. Mm -hmm. Whereas if you're a female in the household, you're told from day one how to be successful for the most part. You're told you need to go to school. 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 Mm -hmm. Or you need to do this. Y'all, females are just getting trained different. I think now it's changing mm -hmm. as far as men hitting their financial stride earlier because we all learn different. And we got more two-parent households. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And if you even if it's not a two-parent household, 
you got more men who are co-parents. Right. You know what I mean? We a lot of men are involved in their kids' life. Mm -hmm. So now, well, now I got Junior for four, five days. Let me tell you, <laughs> you know what I mean? So it, it's changing. But I that would be my answer. I I think you know for a long time we was it was a lot of single parent households. I agree. I think that's that's one of the big 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 issues. Yeah, big issues. Um, I also believe that a lot of younger, uh, well, at least people that I know, they, a lot of men are taught early about like the importance of sleeping with a lot of women and they get distracted really early. So they, they do that. Now these moms don't be wanting to sleep with nobody. But go well, ahead. No, but I mean, <laughs> they're still doing it. Though. <laughs> that, and then they're also, I think a lot of times, like we talked about earlier, like a lot of people are chasing these dreams that don't that aren't lucrative right yeah. away. So it's going to take a long time to get that. They're not taught, like you said, to go get a trade or to go to yeah. school. So they're like, I'm going to go to the studio. Yeah. And so they're like, they their whole 20s, they're really wasting trying yes. to figure it out. And it's like nobody's around pushing them like, no, focus. <laughs> right. Like, don't do right. that. You got to. Because we had a, um, I had a, my other podcast, we had a panel, I think it was like four women, mm -hmm. two men. Mm -hmm. And we asked each person mm -hmm. to sit there for, for a few seconds and just think about the people that you know in your circle or just around you. Mm -hmm. How many of the men that you know have their own car, apartment, house, whatever? I don't even hang around people that ain't got their own car. And it's like, literally, we all was like. I hate picking people up. We was like, hey, you know what? That's pretty bad. Yeah, it was hard to even come up with yeah. one or two people. Wow, wow! And this was like y'all need some better friends. <laughs> but it's just like just I mean, I I, can, I have to remove myself because I'm military, so yeah, that's yeah. a whole different yeah, lifestyle. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I like, you. if I think about the people at home that I grew up with, yeah, wow, it's, it's scarce. Well, uh, another thing about it is now this generation now can make money at such a young age. Easy. Like they can make money so young, like yep. guys, men, and women. Yep. Like from gaming, from social media, yep. they can make so much money. Even the playing basketball now, you get NIDL deals or mm -hmm. NIL deals where you know you you 15, you <laughs> might have a million dollars in the bank. Yeah. So I think now men are hitting their financial stride earlier. Yeah. But probably for the question you posed was probably for a generation about 35, 40. Well, the right now the average um Age for a man to hit their financial stride is fifty five for black men. God, that's pretty bad. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I just want. I, I, I really. for women? I think it was like for black women, it was forty something. It's still late though. Yeah. It's still we still so behind. I mean, because we got all these baby yeah. mamas. They they not they're not being yeah. responsible with their wounds. It's just ridiculous. Like people out here doing stuff that feel good and yeah. it ain't making no money. Yeah. Kind of like the fame thing. Yeah. Feel yeah. good, but it ain't, ain't got no making money. no money. <laughs> Can we do both? Can we feel good and make money? Because I need my check. You need the, yeah. I need my check. I'm yeah. sorry. Absolutely. I need that bag. And a lot of times, too, people aren't willing to make a lot of sacrifices either. Yeah. This new generation do not believe in sacrifices. No. At all. No. I, and I know because we had interns come through and you know, just watching, you know, youth that I that I deal with on a, on a daily or on a weekly basis. They don't believe in sacrifices mm -mm. at all. A lot of them don't. Because everything is work. disposable to them. Yeah, they're like, nah, just... I don't. If it take too much work, I don't do that. Do... <laughs> you can see on social media, they're like, I ain't reading all that. Yeah, I ain't doing that. Nah, nah, they don't, nah. <laughs> it's beyond, I don't even know what's after microwave, but whatever generation after microwave. <laughs> 
It's whatever faster than the microwave. That's what generation this is. It's way faster than the microwave. Oh my God. Yeah. I don't know. So, so my last question for you, since uh the Super Bowl is coming up. Okay. And Usher will be performing, which I, I think is outstanding. Yeah. I love Usher. You saw him the bait? I didn't. I didn't get to go. How you so get See, you got you don't need see that's the thing too. Like we I didn't get out of there. I ain't got nobody to go with. Well, I'm military, so I'm all about uh operate you, operational you, security. You, and but be, I got military, you should be good. I need a wingman, I can't yeah, go by you myself. Know, no, you don't, no, you don't. I'm a female, I'm not going nah, you, 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 you can beat some ass though. You're a female that can go I don't got time. People don't buy like the thing about the thing about going because I can play. You probably go try to him later today. <laughs> you military, you strong, you can fight. You eat listen, but but here's the thing though. Like, like I go places by myself. Like I used to be like that. I ain't going if I ain't got nowhere. To... Nah, I'm listen. I learned like you got to do something because people will hold you back. I'll go some places by myself, but I have you may not notice I have severe anxiety. Oh, okay. So I'm probably not I have I to have somebody with me. So I ain't like that. Though. I used to be like that, but I ain't like that no more. I'll go. You know, I get on a plane. Go, man, I yeah, you got, and plus you need that type of me time. I have a lot of me time. I work from home. I don't. That don't that's not me time. You working? Be in here too. <laughs> <laughs> she not working. Yeah, she playing with them people money. Don't do that. I need my money now. Don't do that. Don't do that. <laughs> you said it. Uh, uh, but what was the question? So who do you want to see him bring out? Oh, Usher, uh, Jermaine yeah. Dupree, Lil John. They got to do. Uh, they got to do lovers and friends. They got you. Yeah. Usher, if you get on the Super Bowl, you'll do Lovers and Friends. I'm I'm cussing you out. I promise you I'm gonna cuss you out. To do lovers you gotta do lovers and friends. Um who else? Nicki Minaj. You got a song with Nicki Minaj. I would love to bring out that would be dope. Usher Nicki Drake. Cause he did Drake, he did Dreamville. He got yeah, but Usher Usher like that though. But definitely, he definitely gotta bring out Jermaine Dupree because Jermaine Dupree got him started. How you gonna bring out something there? And it's and it's gonna and be a whole reunion if he bring, you got to do <laughs> him by wow, and you got to bring out Lil John and Luda. You got you got yeah, to do love that's friends gonna be so on a worldwide scale. You got to do that. Yeah, that song just yeah, it's, yeah that song it never like that. gets old. I gotta hear him hit it. Oh, oh, oh. He gotta do that. He gotta do that in the Super Bowl. You gotta do that. You gotta do that in the Super Bowl. Did you see um when what was it last week when Atlanta did the fifty years of hip hop yeah. and Ludacris came down? Yeah. They man, won that game too. That was they were so turned up. Dope, man. They actually lead the division. They that's so man. trash. Like, Atlanta <laughs> lead the Southern Division with like a with like five wins. That's so trash. Yeah, that division. The South is trash. The NFC South, not the South. NFC, NFC South. NFC. Yeah. Trash. You are crazy. That daggone ludicrous, man. He's so special. Was, it was it was dope. Oh, yeah, so. Did you see the uh Soul Train Awards when T Pain performed? I didn't watch that. I just want I just I saw that little piece. I didn't see. T Pain. That's a that's, yeah. T Pain. Oh no! The thing about T Pain is T Pain got hits. Man, I saw T Pain perform at Dream. I've seen T Pain perform a couple times, but he did Dreamville not this year, but last year. Man, he killed it. Man. And the hit, what he kept saying is, "Oh yeah, I forgot I got hits." Man, he kept bringing them, back, and that's back, what he back, did back, at the back, solo training. T Pain definitely got hits. And then my, my future ex husband brought him out. Your future ex husband? Who is that? You gonna oh, marry him in the voice? I'm a fan. Who 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 is it? David Banner? You love that? That's my dog. I can call him right now. 
listen. That's my I when I tell you that's my dog, that's that's my dog. Let me tell that's you another something. one of the rappers that's real in another type of way. That like, is he's a real only... he's a real guy. Like he called like Dave called Dave Peter Pablo Pastor called check on your boy. They be like, yo, you good? Like I saw you post something. Just want to check out when my mom died. David Banner called, Petey called, Pastor Troy called, checked on me. You know what I mean? Wow. Shout out to them dudes. Yeah. Now, David Banner, a real dude. David Banner is the only person on this planet that will fan out over. You a fan? For real? I don't fan I out over. I brought David nobody. Banner for my celebrity basketball game years ago. Everybody, listen, my years po- ago. other podcast, they'd be like, guess what? I saw David Banner. I'm like, where? Oh my it? God! Like I don't act like that with no. I'm gonna bring him to the city. I'm gonna bring him to the city. I'm going pass out. I'm gonna bring him to the city. I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna let you live your dream. Larry, I'm gonna let you be famous. You, I'm telling you, I'm going to pass out. That's my that dog. man there. David Benner, my dog. David, David, let me get it together. See, wow. see what he do to me. That's what he do to you. What is it about David Benner? He is so smart. He's smart. Like, his his passion that. is just. He no. is just everything. This was so good. I learned so much about you that I didn't know. And I've encountered you a million times. A million times. And be talking didn't to know. You what? Play. Play. <laughs> I hope to see you at this holiday party. Yeah, I might slide in there. <laughs> I ain't gonna stay with it. <laughs> stay with it. I might slide in there. I hope you come. I want to have a good time. If you say they don't dance, we dancing. We gonna I'll go ahead. Turn up. I got five dresses. I gotta choose from. And I come so. in there in a sweatsuit. This ain't my event. You can call however you want. Call oh, they, nah, they don't even let you in there. No <laughs> they, they gonna check. They gonna even wait till you get to the door. They gonna turn you away on the street. Nah, you bro. know what? Just nah. go. You nah, at the bro. wrong. You at the wrong. Yeah, you in the wrong. You the wrong. <laughs> this ain't it. Oh my god. Well, y'all listen. This is No Limit, Larry. Everybody know him. If you don't, you know him now. Oh, wow. I don't know if you got anything that you want to promote or tell people about. Always. Got I got my own podcast. Let Me Talk Podcast. We'll be back in January. Um, you follow us on the gram at Let Me Talk Podcast. Um, of course, follow me on the gram at I Am No Limit, Larry. Why wouldn't you do that? Period. On everything. All platforms, I Am No Limit, Larry on everything. That's TikTok, Snapchat, uh, Instagram. <laughs> Everything but Facebook. <laughs> Facebook is my real name. They made me use my real name. Oh, they hated on you yeah. like that. Yeah, that's messed up. But I'm there. And make sure y'all check him out and see why he mad because Larry be mad. Hashtag, hashtag the hottest hashtag, not on Instagram no more, in the world. Hashtag Larry Man. I was in Texas and a dude stopped me and was like, Yo, bro, you do that same hashtag. I was like, Yeah. <laughs> I was in State 48 in Texas. That's me. That's me. <laughs> He's like, bro, that should be fun. I was like, I appreciate it, but yeah. <laughs> hashtag Larry Man, part of the hashtag. That's what's up. Well, y'all know who I am. I am the core queen, and I help individuals lose weight. How, how can I do that? Can I get a couple of sessions? You want you on your fast now. Right, so it's the day. Once you start next, eating. Next week. When I you know, I you know what? When you start eating again, yeah. we're going to do a, a session. We're going to record it so people can see me work you out. Hear me. I got him. I'm coming. All right. For sure. I'm in there. We're going to do a session. Be ready now. Make sure you drink your water and stretch. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, man. I tell you, man. I just want to be fat. Just let me be fat. I get you right. <laughs> let me be fat. Never mind. Listen, listen. What would you say to direction if you got to do the work? You don't want to do you it? Go. That, I'm about to be like them. Listen, Never mind. I done had a couple clients. I'm like, okay, y'all just all right. Never mind. You. I quit. Listen. I quit already. But if you, your bitches got big backs, I can help you out. 
you know, no sugarcoating over here. Mm. I help you lose weight, get in amazing the shape. Big back bitches, you, you help them out? I help them out. Some dudes like big back bitches, though. That's fine, but I don't want them to die. Right? I don't want you to die. I don't want you to have a no heart die. attack. You got to get your yeah. Megan knees together. You know, they ride for one second and they done. Check I'll, engine light, come on. I mean, I'm trying to know. get you together. I'm trying to help y'all out. I'm going to be quiet. Well, if you this, eat good, you about, taste good. This about to That's go viral. That's all I'm saying. You taste good if you eat good. Yeah, what, you what are they, what you eat. What are they supposed to eat? Pineapples. Ooh. Drink your water. Leave water. Them, lay off the meat. This for the men, too. If you eat, and men, too. Yeah, absolutely. Men, too. Pineapples. <laughs> Mango. Strawberry. Oh, no, I'm sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah. That's another podcast. It's crazy. Gonna we'll have to do the Core Queen podcast after dark. After dark. Time me up. Time me up for that. We gonna get the light down. Oh my we gonna god. Gonna put the red the internet. Put the red light on. We oh my god. Y'all gonna have Jay Adams in here like, what the hell? There's <laughs> <laughs> some strippers and everything. Listen, y'all. Make sure y'all subscribe to the YouTube channel. Hit that notification bell down there. Like and comment and tell your people about the Core Queen podcast. We over here getting lit, talking shit. And getting fit. Getting fit, y'all. Physically, mentally, physically, mentally, physically, mentally, spiritually, and emotionally. I am the core queen. Y'all check me out. Tell your people to tell your people to tell your people. And we out. <laughs>